This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. This is a story that took place around five years after the end of the Soviet Union, so around 1996. Everybody knows that Chabad Hasidis started in Russia. There was always the Tsar that caused problems for the Jews, but when the Soviet Union came about in 1922, the Lubavitcher Rebbe decided that it was a matter of life and death and that Jews had to be taught to be Jews, or they would be completely lost to Soviet culture. And the Rebbe was right, of course, because who knows how many Jews completely assimilated into the Soviet Union and no longer identify as Jews and no longer halachically Jews. But Chabad constantly pushed and pushed and pushed to keep Jews Jewish. So when the Soviet Union finally collapsed in 1991, Chabad was ready to start building Chabad houses and reaching out to Jews as quickly and as broadly as possible. Amongst the Hasidim that were reaching out to Jews was a young Chabad Hasid who had recently been ordained as a rabbi, received a smicha, and he, together with other Chabad Hasidim, were putting together a huge community seder in one of the towns in Russia. They were expecting hundreds of people to come to the seder, and they needed a big hall in order to make it. The mayor of the town was actually very enthusiastic. He had nothing against the Jews, and he loved that there was going to be a religious event because he was a devout Christian, and he recommended to the rabbi that the former Communist Party meeting hall would be the perfect place to do the Seder. You know, in a lot of places, the mosque or the church or the religious institution is normally the biggest building in the city. But when the communists were running the Soviet Union, they made sure that the biggest building in every town, was the Communist Party meeting hall. And so there was no larger building in the entire town. The rabbi went there, he took a look at the building, and sure enough, it was perfect. Perfect space. So posters were put up, and people went out and invited other Jews personally. They bought food, and they started koshering. Of course, all the vessels had to be completely new or koshered like they were new. All the meat had to be strictly kosher. All of the cooking supervised all the time so that nobody would bring any chametz into the kitchen. And the building had to be cleaned from floor to floor, every single room. Every single nook and cranny had to be koshered and decorated for the Chag. And all that work paid off, because when the night of the Seder came, over 300 people arrived. (laughs) Both young and old, men and women, people dressed in their finest clothes, with big smiles on their faces. For some people, they hadn't been to a Seder in over 50 years. Others were just curious. Some came for a party, but everyone, whether they knew it or not, 
came because they were Jews, and it was Seder night. It took a while till everyone was seated at the tables and settled down, and then the rabbi made a little welcoming speech. Of course, he spoke in English, and it was translated into Russian. Haggadot were handed out. Of course, they were also translated into Russian. And cups of wine were filled. There was matzot, and the evening began. The rabbi explained along the way what was going on and what everybody needed to do, and there was a real feeling of joy in the room, something very special. Everyone agreed. They looked at one another, and they said, something special is happening here. And they were very interested in everything the rabbi had to say. They went around and read aloud every passage in Russian, while the rabbi would read it in Hebrew. And they learned about how Hashem did great miracles for the Jewish people thousands of years ago, how he took the Jews out of Egypt, they all ate matzah, they drank four cups of wine, they finished the meal, they sang, and they even danced at the end. And everything was going so great until they got to the cup of Elijah the prophet, Koshel Eliyahu. This is the extra cup of wine that's poured at the end of the meal to remind us that Elijah the prophet is going to come and announce the arrival of Mashiach. So the young rabbi enthusiastically explained how this fifth cup stood for Mashiach, who's going to come at any moment and gather all the Jews from all over the world and bring them to Eretz Yisrael and make a beautiful new world where everyone would see Hashem's presence. Suddenly, one of the older men stood up and he tapped on the table. Everyone quieted down and he said in a booming voice, Young man, excuse me, please, young rabbi. So everybody quieted down more. Quiet, quiet, everyone, quiet. And then just like they had listened to the rabbi through the whole Seder, now everyone turned their heads to this old man to see what he had to say. The older man waited a few seconds, so everyone was quiet and paying attention. And then he said, Rabbi, we are very grateful to you for this beautiful evening and the wonderful food and wine. Everything is very nice, very beautiful, and very tasty. And everyone in the room was looking at one another, and they all shook their heads in agreement. They wondered, what does this guy have to say? I mean, of course, everyone knows that. And the older man continued, Rabbi, everything you said was also very interesting, very nice. Beautiful stories, Rabbi. God took the Jews out of Egypt. He made miracles. Very nice biblical stories. We all love stories. But Rabbi, what you said about Mashiach coming and making utopia? and building the holy temple in Jerusalem, and bringing all the Jews to the land of Israel? Please, Rabbi, we're grown-up people here. We're not little children that we believe in such nonsense. Now, Rabbi, you're a very nice man, and we're very grateful to you for everything you did for us. But please, Rabbi, save these foolish superstitions for your children, but not for intelligent grown-ups like us. Please understand, Rabbi, please. This is nothing personal, but you're a very young and naive person. Obviously, you grew up in a bubble in the yeshiva, but we live in the real world, and we know better, Rabbi, than to believe nonsense like Mashiach. And everyone shook their heads in agreement, and then they looked at the poor Rabbi, as if to say, you know, sorry, Rabbi, but the older man is right. But the young Rabbi, he remained calm. He waited a few minutes before the older man sat down, and then he replied, My friend, the rabbi said with a big smile. My friends, he said with opened arms as he looked around the room. Look at where we are. 
Do you realize where we are and what we're doing? Do you realize what you're saying? Everybody looked around the room. They had no idea what the rabbi was going on about. The rabbi continued, If someone would have told you just 10 years ago that you would be making a Pesach Seder in the Communist Party meeting hall, would you ever have believed them for one second? Think about just 10 years ago. There was nothing more powerful and secure than the Soviet Union and nothing weaker than Soviet Jews. Communism was the biggest enemy of God, and everyone in Russia was sure that the communists were right. But here we are. The impossible has happened. Not only has communism fallen, but we have been able to transform the Communist Party meeting hall into a place for Jews to celebrate being taken out of Egypt and embrace our Judaism. So now tell me, is it so far-fetched to believe that Mashiach could come and change the entire world? And the man looked back at the crowd, and then at the young rabbi. He straightened his back, and he smiled, and he started clapping, and he said, Bravo, Rabbi! Bravo! Bravo! And everyone broke out into applause. And everyone realized that even though it was hard to believe, the truth is, Mashiach could come at any moment, and all we have to do is be ready for his imminent arrival. May it happen today that all the Jews are gathered together here in the Holy Land, in the Holy City of Jerusalem, and may we merit to see and feel Hashem's presence as it was in ancient times. I want to thank the new supporters of this podcast, the Costello family of South Florida, and to you, all of my listeners, I hope you had a wonderful Pesach. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Please continue sharing and being part of this amazing project. And I look forward to dancing together with you in the Beit HaMikdash here in Jerusalem.